Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Most wonderful time of year. It's Girl Scout cookie season, and all week in the seven o'clock hour, we're hooking you up with bundles of assorted Girl Scout cookies. Uh, so we got these bags over here. We got the first bag uh, today. I believe there's like five or six boxes in here without me having to do an actual count. The works. There's the works. Yeah, one of each flavor. However, I can't promise that we don't start stealing a box here and there if you take your time to pick them up. <laughs> so you win. You better come and pick these up uh, real quick. Uh, we have the first bag of Girl Scout cookies up for grabs right now. And we just want to know highlight of your weekend. We're going to keep it simple this morning. 207-807-1104. Tell us the highlight of your weekend and you could get yourself uh, five, six boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Highlight of your weekend. What was it, Tara? So my highlight was the live broadcast at the Mariners game. It was so cool. It was racing night. So on Center Street, they closed it down and they had this block party and there were all these race cars lined up. It was so cool to see. And then the first thousand people in the doors got a mini toy car with the Mariners logo on it. It was like a Mariners car. It oh, was, that's pretty cool. It was so cool. And then um, I don't know if I'm if I'm saying this right, but it looked like dirt bike dirt bikes. They had these kids line up on all their dirt bikes on the ice and have a race and doing laps on the ice on their dirt bikes. I'm pretty sure they were dirt bikes, but I was so impressed. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, how are they doing that? That is so impressive. That's super cool. Yeah, I saw the you posted a little video in the. Instagram post and I saw them on the ice. It was so cute. That's that's impressive. And then the the block party, we didn't we talked a little bit about how the remote went, but you didn't tell me about the block party. I drove by it and it looked so cool. There were still people out there even when we got there just before doors opened. And then once I got inside, I think they packed it down because I don't think my friends got to see it when they were walking up. But it was it was a lot of fun and it was packed in there. It was crazy. Prizes were going left and right and it was a fun time. So shout out to everyone that came up to the table and said hi. I think I made a lot of new friends. We ha- Yeah, I heard about some of your friends. Um, <laughs> we had uh, we had some Bia posters that you were giving out and you had a single little rendition of Hola Money. I did. So these these little girls, they won the, the Bia poster and they said, um, who's Bia? And I said, oh, she's a singer. She's an artist. And they're like, well, what's one of her songs? And I was like, oh, you'll probably know this one. It was on TikTok. And I was like, I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega. And they were like, oh my God, yes! We love that song. And they were like, thank you so much for singing it for us and they were so much more excited that they won the posters after i gave after your rendition of a whole lot of money i'm like all by myself at the table and i'm just like performing for these two little girls (laughs) (laughs) this is so embarrassing but i'm so happy that it made them happy it was so cute was it last week we did unwritten rules yeah one of the days mm-hmm. and uh, you were kind of venting about um, when you go over somebody's house and uh, or somebody comes over your house and you kind of are playing like a good host. Right. And you talked about. You to- yeah. With like if you are getting food or drinks, you obviously get your guests something or you call and ask. You told me about a story where somebody was staying over and they woke up early in the morning and went and got themselves bagels and coffee at Dunkin'. But- <laughs> nothing for the people that lived in the house. Yeah. Nothing but for the people that were hosting the <laughs> house. They ate it scarfed it all down and threw it away in our trash and so we were saying unwritten rule you got to be a good host basically yeah and be a considerate guest. Uh, Friday night, we went down to Massachusetts for one of Maura's friends' birthday parties, and it happened to be right next to where her sister lives. So we stayed at Maura's sister's house, and it's her, her husband, their two kids, 
and uh, woke up in the morning and the husband had gone out, got bagels, uh, got coffee for everybody. I don't drink coffee, but would have got me one, but got like, and, what a guy. and made like three stops. Like he knew that like Maura wanted uh, Duncan. So we went and got Duncan. He got his like Cumbies uh, coffee. Wow. And then he didn't just buy Duncan bagels. He stopped at like the local uh, bagel spot, which was really good and got their bagels, came back. He's like, what do you want on it? I'm like, I don't know, cream cheese. He's like, you sure? He's like, I'll throw an egg on there, some some sausage, like what is cheese. This royal treatment. And so he made me uh, uh, an egg sausage and cheese uh, bagel in the morning sandwich. so good. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I, all I could think about was how earlier in the week we were talking about being a good host. Exactly. You're like, this is how it should be done. I'm like, he's crushing it right now. I was like, I got to do something. So I helped put the dishes in the dishwasher and, and, oh, that, that cl- and clear a, the table. That was another thing that like it would be big drama about these people that would stay with us is um we would have to ask them to help clean up when my mom would make like huge dinners and then she'd be like the only one in the kitchen and she ripping her hair out i was also impressed because they got two young kids too so that's a lot for them to worry about on top of like having house guests you yeah, know that's what i mean probably why he was up so early yeah he got up and went to the gym and then like got yeah. the coffee and all of that stuff so shouts to bob good time this weekend I had. sounds like a good time yeah and then <laughs> and then sunday morning I uh, went to another birthday party Saturday night. Sunday morning, I woke up a little, a little hungover, and uh, Bob wasn't—he wasn't there for me because <laughs> I'm in my own home. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, who's gonna make me a breakfast sandwich this morning? Ah! Uh, DoorDash. Exactly what I did. Rebecca from Scarborough what was the highlight of your weekend. Oh, I got to go down to Boston and visit my college roommate and eat at my favorite Italian restaurant. Ooh! What's your favorite Italian restaurant? It's called Carlo's Cucina. I feel like I've heard of this. It's delicious. I'm assuming it's, is it in the North End or is it somewhere else? It's actually not. It's in Alston. Ooh, I lived in Alston for a little bit. Yep, me too. I don't think, I don't think it was there when I was in Alston. Hold on. I'm looking, pulling up a picture of it. Oh, I know exactly the block that it's on though. Yep. Either, either it wasn't there or it was there and I just couldn't afford it when I was in college. That was... Well, you know, it's one of those, it's like a hole in the wall. So if you don't look hard, you're going to miss it. Yeah, for sure. It is a little tiny hole in the wall. What did you get? What did you order? Oh, my favorite is Polo a la Giancarlo. Mm, all right. So what, what is, what's the Giancarlo? Oh, so it's a chicken with sausage and vinegar, peppers, and potatoes. Oh, wow. That sounds delicious. It and was really good. And how was the uh, the get-together with your college roommate? It was awesome. I haven't seen her in like four years since the pandemic, so it was really, really good to catch up. Oh, uh-huh. that's a pretty good highlight. And yeah. uh, are you a Girl Scout Cookies fan? Uh, big time. <laughs> what is your favorite uh, flavor caramel delight mm. classic i think that's up there some it depends on the it depends on the day but sometimes that has the number one spot for me i can promise yeah. you that box has not been opened by us yet right okay good because good. i don't like that <laughs> all right more for me then i think we well we we have our we own had your, we had our own tote bag full of the cookies but um, you're so lucky i can't find them anywhere really yeah Weird. Well, I think they're just starting to roll out. So you can always uh, look up your local troops on the Girl Scout website, too, and they'll have ways to order online or where they're going to be popping up. But now you got them. Yeah, but now you got six boxes. So if you need more, definitely check it out that way. (laughs) 
Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to have uh, more boxes giveaway tomorrow. And coming up this hour, while we're commercial free, we got Wiz and Snoop tickets. They're going to the uh, Xfinity Center in Mansfield in July. All week long, we'll have Wiz and Snoop tickets. Congrats again, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks for making our mornings so much fun also. Oh, thank you so much. You listen every morning? Every morning. Oh, we love it. We love it. Highlight of your weekend. Here's one more on the text that we got. I'm originally from VA, living in Nova Scotia, Canada. My birthday was March 31st, so I drove home to visit highlight being with my family at home and just being in the states driving through maine back to canada now and came across your station love it thank you that's so cool Aww. that's one of my favorite things to do on vacation or a road trip is to channel surf and find good stations oh i every time i drive down to my cousins in virginia i just each state i hit switch this station up it's fun Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. 20 to 30 people from the neo-Nazi group NSC-131 held a rally in Portland Saturday, ending with a physical altercation between them and counter-protesters. The group was seen using racial slurs, uh, chanting, making Nazi salute gestures, and holding a sign that read, Defend White Communities. Uh, It's disgusting. Bial was subjected to and filmed the hate. I saw his video that he posted, and I was absolutely disturbed by it. He spoke with New Center Maine and said, Over the years... There have been times I have experienced something that was uncomfortable. Hearing it sucks and feels terrible, but I am a confident and joyful person, and that is something they can only hope to be. Obviously, the hate is disgusting, but I understand what he's saying there. I can't imagine waking up on a Saturday, your day off, and being like, this is how I'm choosing to spend my free time. No. Is spending it hating pure evil and hiding behind a mask so no one knows who you are he like, also say it with your chest if you're gonna do it he also said that in the interview uh these could be people you work with under those masks people in positions of power and you don't know what they have harboring inside of them pretty cowardly to go out there and stand in your tight khaki pants and cover your faces it is so crazy to think about because they're covering their faces so you really don't know who they are it could be somebody that you go to work with and that's why they're yeah. covering their faces because they know that if uh somebody like be is filming uh, out there and, and posting it and somebody gets recognized in that video, they're not going to have a job the next day. I just don't understand like how that's able to happen. I understand freedom of speech, but to me, it, it seems like it's very close to being a hate crime. Yeah, and you watch the video and you hear the things that they're yelling at BL in the video and it's, it's so bad and wrong. Disgusting. And then you also hear from the police that no arrests were made and they did not comment any further. Starting Saturday, people experiencing homelessness in Lewiston were banned from sleeping in places in public. Lewiston police chief said the ban was proposed after receiving complaints about safety in the city. He also said officers do not plan to strictly enforce the ban on people who are not a safety concern. Uh, Maine Governor Janet Mills announced Sunday that she has tested positive for COVID-19 for the second time in less than a year. Yikes. Other than a scratchy throat, I feel fine, Mills said. And you were wondering why politicians have to announce this? She didn't want people to come up with their own narrative for the fact that First Lady Jill Biden is visiting Maine on Wednesday and she's not going to be there. Right. Because she's following the COVID uh, CDC protocol. The haters would start gossiping. Um, So she's going to be visiting SMCC Wednesday morning uh, as part of the Biden-Harris administration's Investing in America tour to highlight how President Biden's economic policies are benefiting Americans across the country. And Governor Mills, who would have been there, not going to be there. Well, come on over, Jill. Oh, for some reason, I thought you said, come on over, (laughs) Janet. 
Jill. And and I was like, we don't want her to come over here. I'm trying, no. to, stay, I'm trying to stay healthy. No, I want to ask uh, you got Dr. Some, Jill Biden about the Grammys. You got some questions you want to ask. Yeah, I do. What about the Grammys? She gave out a Grammy. I want to ask her experience about that. Out of all the things that she's done in the past couple of years, what was the Grammys like? Who is your favorite artist to meet? Who should have won Song of the Year, in your opinion? If she would like to answer some of these hard-hitting questions. 89. Muzzy Road. Uh, open door policy over here, First Lady. At what the, would uh, you do if she actually showed up? Like, knock, knock. That'd be great. I would, I would, like, we would, I would faint. I would be like, oh my God, I didn't think you'd actually come. I would actually have you interview her because you're the one that <laughs> brought this upon us. But yes. <laughs> so she could come through. We'll chat. How are the dogs? Oh, there was some drama with the dogs. I can talk about the dogs. You, you handle the Grammys, I'll ask the dog <laughs> questions. Um, LSU won their first NCAA Women's Basketball National Championship on Sunday, defeating Iowa 102-85. to Iowa's superstar Caitlin Clark scored 30 points, but it was not enough. Pull the Hawkeyes through. Kim Mulkey became the first women's coach to win titles at two schools. She won three championships at Baylor. Uh, Mulkey also became the first coach to win a title as a player and a coach. Angel Reese of LSU won the Final Four most Outstanding Player Award. Tonight, we got San Diego State and UConn facing off in the men's championship game, but many have been saying that the action and the excitement's all been in the women's tournament this year. There was an exciting Final Four game for the men, though, on Saturday night, and there was obviously a lot of controversy over the Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and people saying that it was classless of her. I've watched plenty of clips of Caitlin Clark doing the John Cena, you can't see me. Uh, There was a clip from, uh, I believe it was the previous game, where she didn't even run out to defend somebody at the three-point line, and she kind of like waved her off like, ah, whatever, I don't care about her. She's made her uh, gestures on the court, and it's hypocritical, I think, to attack Angel Reese for doing that. Also, that's like the fun of the game. I don't know. She was pointing at the finger. You got this star, uh, Caitlin Clark. She doesn't have a ring on her finger, but Angel does at the end of the day. Just like at the end of games, like when you play sports when you were growing up and at the very end you'd do the good game high five and if you had beef with someone you'd put your hand down. (laughs) You'd be like, good game, good game, not a good game with you. Good game, good game. It's all fun and games. That is when the fights would break out in my basketball games. Is that the end? Is that the If somebody put the hand down or somebody slapped hands a little bit too hard at Me the end of the game. A little bit of drama. That's when the scuffles would happen. Um, that is five things you need to know made how to make by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident, call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Some people would spit in their hands. Ew. Disgusting. That's just gross. <laughs> I knew you would find I knew Ew. you would find that disgusting. Hot radio man. Oh Lord. Hot mornings with Ryan Elon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Uh, we're going to start off with Usher playing jokes out there at the Dreamville Festival. As promised, I said I would have a, a special surprise for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You guys want to know what that surprise is? Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, put your hands together for the one, the only, Beyonce. So mean. April Fools. 
They should have known better. It was on April Fool's Day, but come on. That is such a cruel joke. I'm a big Usher fan. I'm also a big Beyonce fan, and I think I would have been disappointed in Usher if I was well, in the crowd. Yeah, imagine how you would feel. You'd be like, <gasps> oh. I watched the uh, video of it not knowing what was going to happen, and he did that. It was extended a little bit, though, where he went into the background. He's like, no, come on, come out. Like, he played it off like, wow. no, now's the time. Like, come out, come out. Doing too much. And I'm looking into the background being like, is Beyonce really coming out right now? She no. didn't. I can only imagine how I would have felt had I been in the audience. Uh, somebody that wasn't playing around at the Dreamville Fest, which I put this on my calendar. This thing looked incredible uh, just from all the footage I saw. I know. I need to go at some point in my life. So uh, J. Cole and Drake. Drake is somebody that wasn't playing around. Uh, J. Cole and Drake closed out the entire festival. Champagne Poppy brought out Lil Wayne, Glorilla, Lil Uzi Vert, 21 Savage, all as surprise guests during his set. How cool is that? He's showing off. He is. Uh, you had Glorilla. Gorilla did FNF, you had Lil Uzi do Just Wanna Rock and XO Tora Life, and then of course Lil Wayne 21 Savage, they got the hits. Um, this is kind of like your Drake Dirty on the 30. Uh, Drake is using his home studio in Toronto to make some extra change. He has listed the recording space to rent at the low cost of $250,000 per hour. Gross. And if you pay for the space, you'll have to provide your own sound engineer, so you don't even get that. And by the way, uh, Drake's not even going to be there. You're just using the studio. There's already been one taker. Who? Riff Raff. He's paying that much. He booked two hours in the studio, so $500,000 he put up there to uh, spend some time. Money. That's the cost of a house. Especially when you make music like Riff Raff that you could just make in your basement or your closet. Not nice. I'm just saying, you could do that. I'm not saying that they're not exciting songs. <laughs> Technically, couldn't anyone, or do you not believe that? Like, you think you really need to be in the studio to produce a hit? It depends on the music. I think if you're having, like, an orchestra and you're recording live instruments and all of that, you might need a more of a, a studio setup. But if you're, like, making beats... If you're, beats. if you're making riffraff riff type beats, then yeah, you can do that in your house. He's going to hear you saying this and he's going to show up to confront you. I mean, he's been here. I'm going to say, I tried to defend you. I told him he wasn't being He's been here nice. enough times. I'm not a riffraff hater. I've gone to a riffraff show. I think they're fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Spring Breakers. He wasn't even in that movie. Yeah, but he was the inspiration behind James Franco's character. I said it was a missed opportunity. They should have just had riffraff in the movie to begin with because like, what? It was so obviously him. Uh, here's some more Drake news for your Drake journey on the 30. Drake is sampling Kim Kardashian in his new song, and fans are debating if this is a Kanye diss. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. Okay. Remember that. I got that whole thing, even the remember that tattooed. So dumb. Just, Why is he doing that? He's being messy because this is going to stir up so much drama. You said that you thought. He's mad he didn't come up with that line himself. Right. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. He wishes. <laughs> and if you're wondering if what that line is from, it's actually from the season finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashians back in 2021. And that's when uh, she was telling her mom, Chris, that she wanted to divorce Kanye West. Yikes. That's where the, ooh, I don't know, that seems a little dicey that he used that sound clip as a sample. 
Too personal. They're frenemies, right? Or I think they're just enemies, but they try to keep it cordial. We shall see. Is this going to be on a new solo album coming out? He recently teased he has something coming for 2023. I can't take any more albums until the concert, please. There's you, so many. You got your tickets. He's he's ready. He's going on tour with 21 Savage this summer. Uh, closer to mid-July, we'll be giving away some tickets over here. I know those tickets were expensive, so we got you for free. But yeah, he hasn't toured. Honestly, never I'm, mind. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful here because I love CLB. And uh, her loss. I just can't stand going to a concert and not knowing every single song. So I like have to study and prep. And I'm like, that is way too much prep. Well, the good news is I don't think Boston's the first stop. So after the first stop, you'll have the entire playlist and you'll cheat Correct. off of that. And you'll know what songs to listen to. Play on that. Exactly. Uh, WrestleMania 39 was held in L.A. over the weekend. And one of the most over the top moments was when Snoop Dogg delivered a beating to The Miz. So Shane McMahon uh, was booked for an impromptu match with The Miz. But Shane injured his leg, like looked like he blew out his knee during the match. Oh, my gosh. I, it's, it's tough to tell because we know that they're acting a lot. Right. But this looked like he really popped it out. Like it, it looked like he was in some rough shape. Yeah. So somebody, I think, tapped Snoop and was like, you got to get in there. And he ended up delivering a blow to The Miz. And then he did uh, he did the people's elbow, which is like a classic rock move. So it was wild to see him out there. Shouts. Snoop's ready at any moment to do anything. Um, Is it true? Is it The Miz who he met his wife? His wife auditioned to be a ring girl and she didn't speak any English. So he learned the language that she spoke so he could ask her out on a date. And they've been together ever since. That sounds like a, is very, that the Miz, a romantic is, story. But is I don't, that another? famous wrestler i don't know because i saw a video about that and i was like that is so cute the miz to me is always hilarious because i'm not the biggest wrestling he was on dancing with the stars recently too well i'm not the biggest wrestling fan he was on the uh, the real world no he wasn't yeah as a wrestler no as himself as just a regular character he knows how to play it up for hollywood and then he was on the show and he would always do like little wrestling antics on the show and then that's how he got into the into the what yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I watched that entire season. I want to say, was it a New Orleans uh, season? I'm trying to remember which uh, which location they were at. New Orleans. Um, but yeah, he would joke around and pretend like to wrestle the roommates and stuff like that. And then he actually, be, it's just wild to me that he's like one of the biggest okay. wrestlers of all time. Put now. yourself out there. He really took that opportunity and ran with it. So shouts to him. And the big match, I guess, of the night was Roman Reigns defeated Cody Rhodes to retain the WWE Universal Championship on Sunday. Many people are calling that match a classic. That's that's your Dirty on the 30 made out of Maine by Ripple Wellness, a grassroots cannabis company curating a menu of world-class products for the everyday consumer. Find them in Saco and Biddeford for a friendly, authentic experience in a warm, welcoming space. Wake up. We vibe. Vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Uh, we're sending you to quite the party. The High School Reunion Tour. Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg, the OGs. Normally you have new up-and-coming artists uh, opening up the show, but they got Warren G and they got Too Short, who are legends in the game, West Coast legends, and they're going to be opening up the show. So that's super cool to see. It's going down July 28th at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, Mass. All week long, 8 a.m., 5 p.m., you get chances to win your tickets. And we got our first pair of tickets right now and what do we want to do for these tickets are so it's world party day so everywhere across the world people are celebrating throwing parties so we want to know about the best party you've ever thrown and it doesn't have to be too crazy project x style it could be 
a baby shower, a birthday party, whatever it was, in your opinion, it was the best party you ever threw. Tell us. What do you got? So years ago, I had just graduated from college and I was living at home, hadn't found a full-time job yet, and my mom decided she was gonna sell our childhood home. But before she did that, she like redid, we had an in-ground pool in the backyard that the liner had never been redone. So she decided right before we sold the house that she was gonna redo the liner, which still doesn't really make any sense. Well, probably increase the value a little bit for potential buyers. I guess. I would guess, I, I don't guess, know. I guess, but pools don't really add value to the house. It's more of like an insurance issue. But anyway, she decided to spend all this money. So we got a new liner in the pool. We had it for one summer and one summer only. And so my birthday was coming up. So I decided, you know what? Like I'm gonna celebrate myself and this pool and my mom selling my childhood home that I was really upset about. So I made an event on Facebook Facebook and I called it pool's first birthday party and because it was the first year with the liners so and I invited like literally everyone I was friends with on Facebook like everyone I had ever made eye contact with I invited to this party and I told my mom I was like hey I'm having a few people over for like a backyard barbecue pool party for my birthday and she was like okay fine so many people showed up I was not expecting it like and it was coming in waves like I made the party all day long so we had the morning people the afternoon people, the evening people, and then the night people when they got off of work and they like showed up. And then I was like, all right, we got to wind this down. Shut it down. I ended up uh, passing out in a lawn chair, like face down and the party continued without me. Um, I ended up going to bed. There were still some stragglers, but best party I ever threw. Love it. My mom was super chill about it. Well, you have uh, like the perfect birthday for parties too. I can just picture like a hot summer day yeah, and it's your birthday and then get that. And the pool's there. You get that Facebook invite and then everybody in the neighborhood's like, oh, we definitely want to go to the pool. I invited everyone in the neighborhood too because I was not trying to have drama. I was like, everyone can come. That's awesome. All right. So the question is, what was the best party you ever threw? Um, I'm going to go with the college rager that we threw. Uh, house party. House party. And it had, we wanted to do jello wrestling or, oh God. or like KY jelly wrestling. Um, like KY intensity? Yeah. Like. <laughs> We wanted to do that, so we went to Costco, and the best we could come up with was vanilla pudding. That was the cheapest for the amount to fill the kiddie pool that we had. And so one of our roommates tarped up the entire kitchen. We did this inside. Tarped up the entire kitchen. Oh, my God. We had another roommate who had a uh, Mexican wrestling mask, like Mm. Nacho Libre style. And uh, we said anyone who could pin him would get 50 bucks. And it (laughs) was- You had $50 back then? Well, we were charging. And like oh, at the door at the door and it was pretty it was pretty wild and then the next day was absolutely disgusting because there was vanilla pudding through we had a three-floor house like you would get ants everywhere it was vanilla pudding on the wall like it didn't just get stuck in in the kitchen where it was tarped up it went through the entire house so Ew. cleanup wasn't fun but we got some amazing uh pictures the only regret is that i'm old and nobody had uh cell phones at the time like mm, that like yeah. we had cell phones i had a cell phone it just wasn't like there's no camera on it yeah nobody was taking like videos and pictures with their cell phone so there's probably some footage that resides on like an old camera somewhere of it it's probably at goodwill somewhere but outside of a few pictures from that night um where there's people covered in in vanilla pudding i got nothing to show for it wow but it was it was pretty pretty amazing and to see my buddy jump off the top of the refrigerator into a kiddie pool full of um, vanilla pudding did you get your security deposit back absolutely not
We did not get They're it. like, it's sticky in here, but it smells good. Our landlord, this is an Austin, ironically, that we just brought this up. Our landlord uh, one day came and he was yelling at one of our roommates being like, I like you guys as people, but as, but as, hate you as, tenants. But as residents, you're all cuckoo. <laughs> and he had a very like cuckoo. thick Haitian accent and he's yelling at my roommate and we're and it was the most timid of the roommates. You're like, well, what do you expect? It's literally the most timid of the roommates. And normally we would go down there and we're like, nah, we'll let we'll let Connor handle this situation right now. <laughs> right now. He's like, you're all cuckoo. Good times. Um, so you had a, a nice birthday party. I had a rager. It could be a kid's party. It could be any party, right? Yeah, any party. Lauren and Kenny Bung, what's the best party you've thrown? Um, I wouldn't know if it would be like the best party, um, but my parents were getting a divorce. So I had like a huge pool party at my house. Oh my God. Wait, like, like you, when, the trauma of thinking that you're going to lose the house and you're, you know, like you're 20 years old and you need I somewhere felt. to go. Those are, the, those are the emotions running through my head. I was like, my parents are divorced. My family's falling apart. My mom's selling yes. my childhood home. Like, let's destroy it. Let's destroy Literally, it. No, no, no. It's like, it's the trauma party. It's a trauma party. Wait, so it was a party for you that you threw for your friends, not like a, yay, my parents are getting divorced party. Oh, no, 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 not celebrating that. Uh, no, it was teen angst. Know. Yeah, because some people, some people do have like the divorce parties, but yeah. No, literally though. I've never heard of children of divorced parents parents having a divorce party. Right. That's why I thought this was wild, but I get it now. I'm, no, fo- I'm following. No, <laughs> Jen from Wells, tell us about the best party you've thrown. Threw a party for my daughter's fifth birthday, and it was supposed to be like a princess party, and it turned into a, a way better party than that. We had water slides, and parents were getting drunk, and oh. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, I've heard this about children's birthday parties. It turns into a party for the adults. Oh my God, well, we had the bouncy slides with the the water slide. And then Ooh. The kids, they got bored for a little bit and then it turned into like a drinking game for adults. And <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It's all fun and games until Uncle Bob deflates the bounty house, playhouse exactly. or whatever they got. <laughs> Thankfully that never happened. But it, gosh, we were happy. We had so much fun. It was, it was a blast. That's awesome. When I have kids, those are the parties I'm looking forward to. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. my well, mine, dad. Mine don't like Mine don't like birthday parties anymore. They want money, and that's about it. Aww. When I was little, the birthday party I'll never forget is I came outside, and my dad had rented an enormous bouncy house castle, and that was the best birthday party I ever had in my life. So I have exactly. to do that one day, too. It sounds so fun. Yeah, it is. Well, you know what? You don't even don't just do it for the kids. Do it now for the adults. It's which is fun. <laughs> Yeah. I got to get a house first with a yard. Yeah, then you don't even have to worry about watching the kids because you don't have the kids. That's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Liam from Wells, what's the best party you've ever thrown? The best party I've ever thrown was actually a celebration of life party for my father who passed away a few years ago. And people that I have never met, people from all over the country came. It was a huge party. It lasted for days, and it was a really good celebration for him. He would have loved gosh. it. I mean, you must not have been surprised, but maybe a little surprised at like how many people turned out for it. That that has to be kind oh, of a great it feeling. Was, it was insane. We invited like 100 people, like two or 300 showed up. Wow. 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 Oh, sounds like a great guy. Oh, he was. Not to make light of the situation, but that's kind of what I would want. I don't know if two or 300 people would show up for me, but I would want more of like a celebration of life versus, you know, a sad event. Yeah. See, I told you divorce parties do exist. I hosted my own divorce party. Lots of friends, lots of alcohol. Biting of the marriage certificate. Do you think they meant to say something else or is there really a biting of the marriage certificate that takes place at divorce parties? Mm. 
biting? Maybe they meant signing or writing of the marriage certificate? Ripping? Wow, this is wild. It took me five years to get divorced because Maine didn't recognize gay marriage yet, so I had to wait for them to recognize it so I could get divorced. What? Always read fine print. That's crazy. Kristen and Biddeford, what's the best party you've thrown? The best party I've thrown was for my daughter. Her father passed away. And we just did like a big old birthday party for her with like a whole bunch of family and just celebrated crazy. How old was she? She was five. Oh, that's nice. So for her fifth birthday, everybody in the family rallied together and came together. Yeah. Kaylee from Standish throwing some wild parties over there for a friend's 25th birthday. Keg party. A hundred people showed up. Slip and slide. Keg stands. I had slip and slides at my party, too. I don't think I've done a keg stand for at least 20 to... It's. I've never done it. Probably 20 years in at this point. I'm a little heavier now. They might need some extra people <laughs> to hold me up. Danielle out there near Windsor, uh, tell us what the best party you've thrown is. So do you guys know what a pit party is? pit party yeah so it's basically a big old redneck pit party it's in a sand pit okay yes i've uh, heard couple, of this <laughs> a couple <laughs> years ago uh me and my ex-boyfriend threw one for his birthday had all of our friends come out we camped out for the night uh brought their dirt bikes their four-wheelers their trucks everything that they could bring had a rowdy night had a big old bonfire had some jungle juice some beer and it was a really good night and we're thinking about doing it again this summer it honestly sounds a lot of fun like a lot of fun i kind of miss bonfire yeah, parties oh i love bonfire fires. i cannot wait for the summer the warm weather Ooh, maybe going to a concert yes going to a concert i would be so excited my best friend 21st birthday party ABC party anything but clothes over 200 people came we had like 30 tents outside for people to sleep in to minimize drinking and driving we had different stations set up outside in like a 10 acre yard people were wearing crazy stuff <laughs> caution tape to cover, cover themselves it was wild we did an ABC party too at my at my house in college what I did you wear a trash bag I, I didn't take part in the theme I was too cool for school wow. I, I regret not doing it but trash bags were popular the caution tape was popular bubble wrap was popular popular did anyone do like body paint <laughs> i was bummed out because i was seeing a girl and it was kind of awkward i invited her to the party and left an awkward phone message and then i called back and, and i left another message and i said hey by the way it's an abc party so i don't want you to think it's weird if everybody shows up if you show up and nobody's wearing clothes and i never heard from her again <laughs> like I'm never hanging out with this guy ever again but I was holding out hope that she would show up and I I didn't know if she got my second message so I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable so I was in my regular clothes just in case that's kind of sad <laughs> what a square I was Kristen in Biddeford tell us a story tell us about uh, a wild party that you threw uh, my sister got married a couple years back and so it was during COVID uh, we had to have like a house party kind of thing. And uh, we decked it all out with balloons and crazy shit stuff. Um, <laughs> we had uh, shots everywhere. And then uh, my sister's fiance texted us, hey, why are the police outside? I was like, no, it's not for us. And next thing I know, there's a knock, knock, knock on the door. <laughs> sure was for us. <laughs> oh, no. And then they said, you guys are all under arrest. And they took off their clothes and gave everyone lap dances. Wish, but no. they were like, you know, we've been outside for a few minutes. Sounds like you're having fun. Uh, what's the party for? They said a bachelorette party. And he said, we know. Uh, there's a sign that says, same wee-wee forever. Right outside your window. <laughs> yeah. So they shut it down on you? I would 1,000% not believe they were real cops. I'd they be like, just said. 
and keep it quiet, but, you know, have fun. I'll never, I never understand the point of them driving all the way out to say that. I've had that happen multiple times in college when they're like, hey, have fun, keep it down, all well, right? They just do it to tell them, because some neighbor right. probably called and snitched, so they're like, hey, we told them to keep it down, all right? We did yeah, what we can do. it wasn't even time. It's like so. the easiest call of the night. Yeah. Um, right. All right. Are you trying to go party at uh, Wiz and Snoop? I sure am. Let's make this happen. Let's let's give you a pair of tickets, all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can be as loud as you want at the concert. No one's going to call the cops. <laughs> Yay. All right. So you're going. You're there. Ticket giveaway is made hot in Maine by OMG Cannabis, the finest flower in the state is at 47 India Street in Portland. Adults 21 plus AMS 400. Next chance to win is happening at 5 p.m. with Be All. Congrats again, Kristen. Thank you so much. <laughs> hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. What's the verdict? Are they are they banning TikTok or not, Tara? I don't know. What's going to happen if it goes away? We're not going to have cool inventions like this. Hidden Valley Ranch has created a new pickled flavor, Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. Mm. The creation was inspired by the viral social media trend of adding Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning to a jar of pickles. Honestly, doesn't sound that gross. The introduction of pickle-flavored ranch represents the latest example of the brand's commitment to deliver bold new flavors for any dipping occasion. Um, it's only going to be available exclusively at Walmart locations nationwide. So you got Hidden Valley Ranch pickle-flavored thanks to TikTok viral sensation. I'm, and I saw that original video. I'm willing to give up all of my personal information if we keep having amazing creations like this. I know. Also, maybe ranch isn't your thing. Frank's Red Hot is jumping into the arena as well, and they introduced a new dill pickle hot sauce flavor. And I would pass on that one. It says the flavor will change your world. Oh. Frank's recommends the dill pickled flavor sauce on popcorn fries and pickleback wings. Hmm. What are pickleback wings? I guess it's pickleback wings if you use the hot sauce on them. Yeah. Isn't a pickleback drink something like you take a shot of something and then you, you wash it down with pickle juice or is it a mixed drink? Mixed shot. Uh, pickleback is usually like the the back is the is the pickle. So you, the first thing is the shot, which is I think usually whiskey or like a Jameson shot. And then you take a shot of pickle juice. Right. So what would a pickleback wing be? You take a bite of regular wing and then take a bite of a pickle wing drink some juice pickle juice pickle juice perhaps hmm. i'm on board to try both i think i don't I th like pickle stuff i don't think they would be in my regular rotation it's kind of something special like grape soda i don't have it all the time but when i do have it it's a special occasion mm -hmm. 